Welcome to Cattails, Episode 9, Golden Rule. I want to talk a little bit about the Golden Rule today, not because I want to talk about how we treat other people, which I might talk a little bit about that too, but I want to talk about the do unto others as you would have them do unto you. I mean, I feel like the Golden Rule has been taught in homes, schools, churches, businesses, and even in the streets. Um, so in this podcast, I'd like to focus on the, the second part of that, as you would have them do unto you. In my mind, maybe because I'm Christian, I always thought that's something that just came from Jesus. Jesus on his Sermon, sermon on the Mount. And I decided to look and see whether other faiths or non-faiths or um, whatever belief you have, what people thought about the golden rule. And so as I look to try to determine how people, or if people, despite religious beliefs, use it in their life, and I kind of stumbled upon the Parliament of the World's Religion. Have you ever heard of that? Well, until I stumbled upon it, I had not. So from what I can gather, they pulled together both scholars and religious representatives from so many different diverse religions. And I think on the second one that they had, they had around 6,000 people that... Um, worked to create what was called the Declaration Towards Global Ethic. So worldwide, this is occurring, and they're talking about how we're going to treat people. Do you know that they had basically two directives that they were following? The very first was humanity, which kind of makes sense, right? And the second was the golden rule. The golden rule, just as it's written here, so it would appear to me that the golden rule goes beyond any particular religion or faith or even way of thinking. It appears that it's been recognized as a basis or a set standard for how the world would treat each other. How I would treat you even if I was in the United States or even if I was in Mexico or in overseas in Germany or England. A standard for how each of us should treat one another. And so I want to take that golden rule and twist it up just a little bit and talk about the things that I want to cover. So I think that when we hear the golden rule, the world, wherever it came from, they just assume we automatically know how to treat others because we know how to treat ourselves. So that life can survive, each of us have some inherent instinct of self-preservation. Survival becomes then about each individual person, right? Um, almost animalistic it, that we've always had this. And so self-preservation doesn't necessarily tell us how we need to be treated ourselves. Um, as If I'm worried about my own preservation instinctively, does that mean I care and love about myself? So does the golden rule perhaps wrongly assume that we, because we value our life, because we're trying to preserve our life, that we love and respect ourselves enough for this directive to be clear in how we should treat others. Just a thought there. So it stands to reason that the golden rule could only tell me how to treat others if I've learned how to treat myself well. I think before we can learn to live by the golden rule and, and create a better world because of it, how we treat others, we really got to learn how do we treat ourselves. The study into human psyche has taught people that children should be nurtured and loved 
in order to build strong self-esteem, strong feelings about themselves, to have a, a kind of self-love. And I guess by doing this, there's a hope that a child can learn to love themselves. So people have many thoughts on how this should be done. Um, <laughs> you hear it all the time. Participation trophies, they don't work. But some people think that's the way to teach someone self-love. Whether you win, whether you lose, you're still good enough. Um, meeting every want and need of all the kids, and, and then others believe that strict discipline, religious upbringing, and different things like that are the way to go. The believed outcome of one spectrum of these methods is that children grow up to be entitled. You know, they get lazy, and they, they, they're selfish adults, and they think everything's about them in the world. And then on the other end of that spectrum, people believe that if I'm too strict and too hard on somebody, and everything they do, I'm pushing them to do better, then am I destroying their creativity? Am I hurting their self-esteem? So as you can see, and there's, some, there's lots of areas in the middle of that as well. And so everybody's got their, their strong opinions about what needs to be done. But even though we're doing some of those things, I think in this world today, there's a lot of people that still don't love themselves. And if I don't love and respect myself, how am I going to follow this directive to do unto others as I would have them do unto me? So while I can't say which of these methods or beliefs are correct, I think the golden rule only works if we first learn to love and respect ourselves. I believe that the golden rule was not given to us just to tell us how to treat others. I think there was a side note in that. I think there was a side thing that said, hey, I want you to love yourself first, and then the rest is easy. Then you'll know how to treat other people, right? If I respect who I am, my flaws, my my good, my bad, can't I then do that same thing for someone else? So I think that this self-love, no matter what or how we treat people or how we raise them, what we try to teach them along the way, I think this is something that's got to come from within each person. And, and so no matter what someone does to me or how they treat me or how they raised me, if I sit and blame on what was done to me or how I was treated growing up, or even become a victim. This goes way beyond that survival mode. It goes way beyond um, that self-preservation instinct that we all have. It's about loving who we are. So I say to you that if I have no idea how to love myself and who I am, regardless of what I do wrong and what I do right, how can I possibly love my neighbor the same or treat my neighbor with with respect and, and care. If I do not respect myself, then I cannot respect others. If I cannot treat myself well, there's no way I'm going to treat somebody else well. So I think in this do unto others as I would, I would do unto myself, there's another piece of that that we don't typically focus on, and that's what my aim is today is to focus a little bit on that. So how you treat yourself is important because it is the model of how we should treat others. This would include self-talk. If you speak to yourself harshly or judge yourself harshly, won't you do others that way as well? I know a lot of times um, people don't say everything that's on their mind or judge people harshly because polite society dictates that we don't do that out loud. But yet there are some people that do still do that. But I say to you, if you're judging yourself harshly, even if you don't judge somebody out loud, aren't your thoughts there? I know mine will be. I know mine have been. 
if I think I'm supposed to be perfect, doesn't that mean I think everybody else does too? I think you got to start somewhere with your words, the words that you say to yourself. I don't think that they always have to be perfect, but we have to be loving and kind to ourselves first. I can't look in the mirror and see someone ugly looking back at me every time I look in. If I see every flaw but never the good, how am I going to treat other people? Probably just the same. Maybe not outwardly, but I'm still going to have those thoughts and feelings inside. And it may, it may be that people pick up on that. Or it may be that I walk away from them and decide not to be friends. And I may miss the best friendship that I could have ever had. But I'm judging too harshly because that's how I judge myself. I think one of the other things that we can do is figure out what our fears are. Isn't it okay to be fearful? I mean, we can turn that fear around to excitement, right? If we realize that my heart flutters when I'm scared, but my heart flutters when I'm excited, if I keep let fear keep me from getting to where I want to go, don't I never become the person I want to be? And if I let fear bother me and keep me from where I want to go, I will instill fear in those people around me as well, won't I? If I'm afraid to move forward because I might get hurt, I'm going to advise others not to move forward because they might get hurt. But what if I can push past my fears? What if I can face my fears and realize that maybe they're not as scary as I think they are? I find a new respect for myself. And in that, I find a new respect for the people around me. I start admiring people that aren't afraid of anything instead of being afraid of them and thinking that they're going to put me in a dangerous situation if I'm around them. I start admiring the people that can do what I can't do, instead of being envious and jealous. If I can deal with my fears, I can put a whole lot of judgment aside on other people. I think we really got to be careful how we internalize our opinions of other people. Because the truth is, when I'm internalizing what I think about other people and my opinion about how they don't match up, how they don't measure up. That's how I feel about myself. So maybe go easy on your opinions of others, and you might just learn how to love yourself too. And then you may realize that some of these people that you were had these horrible opinions of weren't nearly as bad as you thought they were. I think you've got to look at what your weaknesses are, but don't focus there. I would much rather you find your strengths and make them better. Become stronger. Because I think that our weaknesses build as we, we make our bodies stronger. I think if I focus on where I'm strong, I have a different attitude, a different personality. And also... It helps me to focus on other people's strengths as well. I'm not saying don't look at your weaknesses. And if you have weaknesses that are stopping you from reaching your dream and your passion, 
then do something about it. But never, never, never let your weakness outshine your strength. Work on your weaknesses, but never, never, never stop working on your strengths. And never make someone else bad, feel bad because they might have a strength you don't. Focus on their strengths. And if they ask you about their weaknesses, help them there too when they ask. I think another thing that we have to do to, to get some self-love is to forgive ourselves. If I hold every injury that I've caused myself against me, won't I do the same to the people around me? If I can't forgive myself, how in the world am I ever going to forgive somebody else? What happened yesterday doesn't matter. Maybe it landed you where you're at today. But the only thing that really matters is what you do with this moment. Whatever I did wrong in my past, it put me where I'm at today. And if I choose to waller in that guilt and that shame and not forgive myself, then I will forever be in the moment that I can't forgive myself for. Let it go and know that there's a better plan for you and then find it. Know that who you were yesterday does not have to be who you are today. And who you are today doesn't have to be who you are tomorrow. You get choices. So find some forgiveness for yourself. It will also help you forgive others. You can't be perfect. And even if you hold yourself to perfection, it will wear you down at some point when you can't match up to it. Trust yourself. Even if you've been let down by mistakes that you've made, trust who you are deep inside. Again, the person that did the bad things in your past, did the wrong things in your past, you learned from those. You are no longer that person. It's just like they say, you can never walk through the same waters in a river again. Once you walk through them, those waters are rushing they're going past you. And that's the way our past is as well. We can't walk through it again. We can't undo it. Trust yourself and who you became when you made those mistakes. Trust who you are today. And when you make mistakes in the future, trust the future you. Because I assure you, you learned. And if you learn to trust yourself, you will learn to trust others. And I just want to say one last thing before I, before I finish my, what I'm saying here. Loving yourself does not mean that you're selfish. It doesn't mean that everything becomes about you. Loving yourself means that you're kind and you're giving and you share of what you have. Because if you love yourself, if you respect yourself, you know that what you have today can be recreated tomorrow. I can give everything away that I have today. And I bet you tomorrow, next week, six months, 
I can find a way to get it again if that's what I want. You hear about people that are wealthy that lose a fortune and have to start all over. And if you watch most of those people, the ones that have sheer character and love and faith and trust in themselves, they never stay down for long. Do not let this world or anyone in it tear you down. Love yourself enough to be able to get around it. And love yourself enough to know they can't tear you down because you love who you are, you respect who you are, and you know you can become whatever you want. So what I challenge you today is learn to love yourself first. Learn to respect yourself. Do some of these things. Write in a journal. I personally like a love note to myself better than I do a journal. But it can say some of the same things. I write the love note to myself so that I can hear the words I wish someone else would say to me. And when I hear the words that someone else might say to me, and they hit me, they resonate within my heart, I can give those words to anyone else. I am built up by my own words, by my own love letter, and therefore I can build up someone else. Find the ways that work for you. But I, I want you to know today, you are good enough, you are strong enough, you are everything that you need to be. Get to know yourself and learn to love yourself. That's my one challenge for you today. I want to remind you that the golden rule is a delicate balance. So again, selfishness is not self-love. If I'm selfish, I'm going to have a hard time giving to you because I think the world needs to give to me. Learn to love yourself. And this rule works no matter what you do. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Kathy White, and I love being here for you.